When you think about music, some of the songs that we do here at church, that liturgy, that power of the familiarity and the, the tunes and the, the regularity, the repetition, and how you can carry that with you, you know, as part of your faith is yeah. pretty, pretty profound. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Every Moment His. Uh, this will be kind of a special episode. Uh, we're talking with Jolene Berkey today, and it's Pastor Tim kind of solo. Pastor John is off for today. And we're going to be talking a little bit about um, music and its effect on us, and maybe music as a sanctuary, and then looking forward to something that our church is going to be doing during the season of Lent. Uh, which is evening prayer. Hold an evening prayer, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And first of all, it's customary to start off with a dad joke. <laughs> I um, didn't come prepared. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, so one of my favorites, this is actually my dad's classic dad joke. And I don't think I've ever told it on the show. But if I have, that's okay, because they just get better the more you tell them. But so this is, uh, what did one... Uh, what did one casket say to the other casket? I don't know. Is that you, Coffin? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, right? It's cute. Got to be careful in COVID. People <laughs> That's coughing. true. <laughs> well, really, I mean, during uh, during COVID. That's what you got to do. You got to laugh, right? Right. When you just don't have any control <laughs> over it. Oh, my goodness. You just have to make fun of it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, music's effect. And I think... Um, this, I'll, well, I'll share a Martin Luther quote Kay. and Martin Luther loved music. He also loved being really snarky. <laughs> so a lot of his quotes are quite snarky, but here's w- something he said about music. He said, I have no use for cranks who despise music because it is a gift of God. Music drives away the devil and makes people joyful. They forget thereby all wrath, unchastity, arrogance, and the like. Next, after theology, I give to music the highest place and the greatest honor. I like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he is saying, man, this is a fantastic gift from God. We should use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I really find that um, I fall in love more and more with music. And I want to talk about a few things. Well, first of all, have you ever been on a vacation and it takes you like two or three days to really unwind. Yeah. So I kind of think that's the way that it is with music sometimes. Like with music, you like you need to kind of soak in it for a little mm-hmm. bit. And then it actually starts to kind of like the rhythms, the tones, the harmonies, they kind of start to work on you. Mm-hmm. And eventually you actually come away kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Like there's something kind of magical about it because the rhythms... We're just meant for that. Well, think about watching a movie or any TV show, you know, at the climactic, dramatic scene, if there was no music, you know, <laughs> driving right, yeah. those emotions. So, yeah. yeah. Or what's Star Wars without John Williams? Yeah. It really does make <laughs> a does. huge difference. It does. And, uh, you know, we were just watching um, Lord of the Rings for the first mm. time 
with my kids and I forgot how violent those movies were, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, my kids are old enough for this and then like, you know, one Aragorn like chops off an orc's head and blood go green blood squirts Whoops. to the ceiling. But uh, anyway <laughs> but they don't they're not really affected that much by the scenes. Mm-hmm. But if the music is scary mm-hmm. they're like running and hiding to the couch, you know, to get to snuggle or to hide. And yeah, it's just music has this profound effect on us. And especially when we marry that effect to uh, what we believe. For you know, sure. And we proclaim theology through music. Or we pl- proclaim God's praises right. through music. Music can take you back. If you think about it, you hear a, a song and it takes you back immediately to your high school sophomore year. And you oh can, yeah. you know, think what you were doing or who you were, you know, wh- what girl you had a crush on at the time. And um, it just, it can transport you. This song reminds me of being in college and I can remember the friends I was with, you know, in, in January. Um, so I think, yeah, you're right. It's really powerful. Then when you think about music, some of the songs that we do here at church, that liturgy, that power of that, Mm -hmm. the familiarity and the, the tunes and the, the regularity, the repetition and how you can carry that with you, you know, as part of your faith is pretty, pretty profound. So I think right now, one of the I'm kind of obsessed with words sometimes, but one of my words I think for this year, you know, some people pick words yeah. for 2021. I think one of my words is sanctuary, mm. because there's just mad. Like the world seems a little bit mad. It's like so mad that you can't interact with it well. And I think you know we're we're recording this right after right. you know all the schmazzle that went down in Washington mm-hmm. D.C. People storming into the White House and the very mixed high emotion teetering on the edge of violence and still masked in a lot of anger people don't have their answers there's frustration and it's just like how do you even engage with that it's just so wild and I think one of the things that we have in the church is just this ability to say the world's mad but God's kingdom is not right you know and as we come into his kingdom and into his presence, mm-hmm. there's good reason to praise. You know, there's good reasons to sing. And life kind of makes sense again. You mm-hmm. know, like there's rhythms, there's mm-hmm. predictability. God's word doesn't change. And so we can have this place of calm. Mm-hmm. And I think the music that we bring into that space is really important. So all that being said, you know, we're going we're gonna to be singing a new service. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an evening prayer. Right. It it really does follow the traditional evening prayer liturgy. It does. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Um, Marty Haugen wrote it. Um, he was born in 1950 in Minnesota, and he is a liturgical, uh, he writes liturgical music for the Lutheran Church. That's just kind of what he does. Um, he actually wrote this in 1986. There's a community in Washington in the North Cascade Mountains, and it's called Holden Village. <laughs> And he was there in 1986, and he was saying, I watched a little um, uh, video of him, and he was saying that when he tries to write music and he just thinks about the church as, as a large whole church, um, it just doesn't, like the music just doesn't have that special quality as if he can really look in someone's eyes, hmm. a congregation's eyes, a small group of people, and write for them. So hmm. he was here at the Holden Village, and um, in 1986, if you remember, that was in January, the Challenger blew up, the um, space shuttle. 
I remember and that. Yeah, I, where I, were you? Where were you? In the I, I was one year, year old. Oh, well, you don't, <laughs> you don't remember what was going on then. I was, a junior, it, I was a junior in high school. I was in geography class, and I remember just I had gone in the hallway to get something for the teacher, and um, right when it happened, and so, of course, you know, back in that day, you wheel in the TV cart, mm-hmm. and, you know, we all were we're watching but yeah there's those moments in history yesterday is is somewhat of a similar moment you know people coming into the the capital for the first time since 1812 it's pretty pretty historical but he wrote this on the heels of that the challenger blowing up um the people there in that community um it's a little bit of an isolated village there in the mountains in washington and they didn't hear about the challenger um explosion for about a week and when they heard Mm. about it they just didn't know how to grieve they just Mm. didn't know what to do with those feelings. And just as you were talking about earlier, how music can just, you know, heal. It's just a balm. It's a sanctuary. It's a sacred um, place where we can go. He just wrote wrote some of this out of that. Um, not all of it, but but pieces of it he wrote out of that grief. And in fact, they the, the working title of the Holden Evening Prayer was just called Vespers 86 because he just wrote it as Vespers. Hmm for this group of people at, at the Holden Village um, in 1986. So, and it's gone through many transformations over the year that over the years, the version we're going to do is the 30th anniversary. So it's been around, if you think about 1986 for me, it seems like yesterday I was a <laughs> junior in high school, but it's actually been, been a bit, oh, I know. been a bit. So we're going to do the, the 30th anniversary version of it here. So cool. So yeah, yeah, I think the hope is that when we, you know, this might be a bit of an acquired taste, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I remember I've done this one time. I did it at Concordia mm. in mm-hmm. Seward mm-hmm. and it was totally foreign to me, but it was really easy to get into. Did you do it for Advent or Lent or? You know, it was, um, it was just a chapel service. Okay. So I, I can't remember. I think it was like a special evening chapel mm-hmm. service that mm-hmm. they put together because one of the uh, professors really liked it. Uh, mm. Tim Ribstein. Okay who is in the DCE program. And so he he was the one who kind of championed it and got it together. And I just remember it, it is kind of one of these uh, experiences that it really is very immersive, you know. So it, the congregation is invited to, to sing along with this whole liturgy. It's, om- it's all song, mm-hmm. you know, a few spoken prayers, but right. mostly song. And so, you know, it really does check all the boxes for me when we're saying, okay, well, let's immerse ourselves in kind of a, a vacation sanctuary and let's let it have an effect on us. You know, so maybe we're going to stop tearing out our hair <laughs> in 2021, you know, because we've done this practice together. Well, that's what it's actually written for. As I was reading some of the, the directions as I've been studying it and preparing um, to teach it to others and to recruit um, singers and instrumentalists, you know, there's places in the instructions that say, you know, this is supposed to be done as simply as possible, mm-hmm. as quietly as possible, as much silence as is comfortable. It really is m- meant to bring us into this time of of stillness and reflection. Um, and I just think Lent is the perfect time mm-hmm. to do that over those six weeks, over that journey to the cross, um, to just enter into, as you spoke of earlier, the world is just clamoring you know, the noise in the world right now is loud. And let this be a time where we can enter into the actual sanctuary and into the sanctuary of music and just 
be still. Yep. Let the, the melody kind of heal. Should we listen to a little bit of it? Yeah, let's do that. I sang this for Sue in the office. She was running some copies for me, and she said, well, how does this one go? And I sang her just a little bit, and she goes, oh, that's catchy. That's pretty. So I think people will find as they, as they listen, the melodies really get in your heart. And so when we listen to this, um, part of this is the Magnificat, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which we have become a little bit more familiar with in the last couple of weeks or yeah, so. Yeah, thanks to your sermon series. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I think it's neat to see it in a different um, tune, mm-hmm. different iteration. Yep. And it's also just cool to see this kind of these kind of songs echoing, yeah. you know, in our in our worship and throughout time in history. You know, this is certainly not the first time of stressful living yeah true so true yeah so let's listen to a little bit of holden evening prayer So you kind of get uh, a sense for mm-hmm. the music. It's kind of very flowing, you know, immersive, simple. And it's catchy. And catchy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'll, it's it's singable. That's something when you're choosing music, you always want to choose music that is singable, that's in a good range, and that is just comforting and familiar to the ear. That And I think this definitely checks all those boxes. Yeah, so we're going to do this how many times? Well, we it'll be all the six Wednesdays six. in Lent, starting with Ash Wednesday. And that's the other kind of intentional thing. We know that when you throw new music at the congregation, gosh, that can be, it really can be overwhelming. And it can be mm. just kind of challenging, like, oh, I'd rather just sing something I know. I don't want to do this new stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. And so by repeating it for those six weeks, I think by the end we'll be really just comforted and knowing it well and and if we like it if the congregation likes it and there's a good response we can make this kind of a a lenten tradition yeah i I think that would be uh something to look forward Mm -hmm. to you know and i think too you know it's kind of like that that um, vacation thing i was talking about it's like maybe the first time you're not going to really get it but as you begin to just feel more and more at ease with it and it kind of gets into you then I think people will really see the value and see the, the beauty of it. So what, what do we need? We need maybe people who want to sing along or people who are saying, you know what, I want to serve my congregation with my voice or with music. And would that be helpful for you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Would I like to have people sing? Let me think. Uh, Yes, I would. I am going to be looking right immediately for a group of probably 10 to 20, a pretty small choir that would want to meet the first two Tuesdays in February. 
just for an hour and we're going to just go over it and we'll be socially distanced in the congregation six feet apart we'll all have our masks on um, go over it as a big group and it's not a soprano alto tenor bass thing it's all unison we're all singing the same um, notes because there are places in the holden evening prayer for two cantors or two liturgists um, and so my hope is out of that group of 10 to 20 people I could have two stand up every Wednesday and be the leaders at the microphones and then the rest of the people pepper themselves around the congregation in different spots so that we have those strong voices that know it kind of placed throughout the congregation so yeah the first two Tuesdays in February I'll be I'll be rounding people up yeah and one of the things I really like about um, our music here, and especially, you know, Jolene, this is kind of your your attitude, is like, you don't have to be nope. the most polished. You just have to be willing. Yep. You know, yep. and then we'll find the place where you fit in well. Yep. And I was actually just talking to one of our new members uh, who just moved here from Lincoln. Her name is Elise. And mm. we're like, you know, do you like to sing or do you? She's like, uh, if I have to. Oh, <laughs> You know, and, but she's like, I can. At you know, least I'm coming for you. Yeah, it's like a secret <laughs> hidden kind of thing. And I think, you know, the more the merrier, mm-hmm. you know, and the more we step up and just sing together, there's, and it's not a really performance. It's, it's a community thing. Ron Crocker and I talked when I first came on board here at Holy Cross as the music director about just kind of a mission statement for the music program here at Holy Cross. And we really both firmly believed that music is for everyone and everyone at Holy Cross participates in the music. I'm sure you've seen churches where you feel like, was I at a church or was I at a concert? You know, you, mm-hmm. you walk out of there going, I'm, I'm not, I felt more like I was watching really, really good people do a concert yep. and my contribution really wasn't needed. I, I'm not even sure they could hear my voice. And, mm-hmm. and at Holy Cross, we just want the absolute opposite of that. If you're, if your praise band or your praise singers or any one person gets too good and you get too professional, I think you do send that message to people out in the congregation that, oh, you're not good enough mm-hmm. to be up here. And that's just absolutely not what we're not yeah. what we're about here. And it's one thing that, you know, the Lutheran church in its beginnings was known as the singing church because all of these liturgies were suddenly in German <laughs> in the vernacular of the people yep. and set to music that was singable. And so I think that was most people didn't even have hymnals they just got used to the singing and that's how they did church and i think that's pretty pretty cool i mean it's kind of what we see in heaven you know that everyone's singing praises to god yep so all god's creatures got a place in the choir that's right and (laughs) yeah everyone's everyone's praising god with whatever voice they've been given so all right well cool well i'm really looking forward to that yeah yeah Whole evening prayer will be t- in Lent, so this is a kind of a Lent preview, and we'll be talking about uh, temptation and mm. the struggles that are there. And so we'll be kind of walking through how Jesus dealt with temptation, mm. walking through, you know, just acknowledging that struggle that's there, so and how good. how might we uh, overcome, you know, and, and what are the what's the way forward? So it should be both, you know, challenging topic mm-hmm. and also. Uh, really relaxing, kind comforting. of relaxing, comforting yeah. music and worship. So 
I'm looking forward to it. February 17th already is Ash oh, man, Wednesday. Yeah, it's early. Ready or not, here we come. Yep. Yeah. I want to say is at the end of March is Palm Sunday. First Sunday in April is Easter. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an early year. Well, um, we hope that people will come and really just be comforted and just with everything that's going on in the world, just have this place to just be still, mm -hmm. breathe in and just be fed. I think more than ever, we just really need, we need mm -hmm. that. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'll, I'll see you there, I guess. All right. Sounds good. Cool.